Running with Jake, the podcast. So let me get this right. We've got about a minute to tell the listeners of Talk Derby to me about our podcast, our show, the Running with Jake podcast. Yeah, we have you. Get on with it. This is brilliant. What? Why are you talking like that? Because I'm from. You don't normally talk like that. Because I'm on Talk Derby to me. I just thought I'd be a little bit more Derby. That's all right. Is that all right? Well, I don't well, know. What? I mean, that's. I'm. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I'm from Derby as well, but I'm not talking like that. I've. I've not suddenly slipped into that accent. Well, maybe you should. You can be a little bit more Derby. I'm going to tell the lovely listeners of Talk Derby to me about our podcast, our show. Hey, they're not lovely. Carry on. <laughs> running with Jake, the podcast. Yes, it's a running show for all levels of ability. We talk fitness. We talk health. We talk the mental side of training. But, 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 but. We kind of like to have a bit of a laugh as well, right? We talk about more stuff than just running. We leave no stone unturned. We talk about a whole bunch of stuff. And yes, we've got listeners from all over the world, but our favourite are from Derby. I mean, I'm a Chad lad. You're from the city centre. We are Derby people. Come on, hey, listen, youth. If you're into running or having a laugh, just search Running With Jake, the podcast. You might like it, me duck. Right, see you down dolphin later, yeah? Hey, oh, that's your music. I'm playing it on repeat so we can try and get to number one. I'll tell you one thing. It won't be number one, but it might be top five, but it fucking might not be. Hey, up, Blues. You all right, Doc? Look at your hair. I know. I think last time you seen me, was a bold? You might have been. You might have been doing the old sporting the old lockdown trim. Yeah, look at it now. It's nearly ponytail length. It's a bit of a mullet actually when you do it like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm actually. I've committed to growing it now. I've thought I'm going full lockdown. Are you going like rocker look? Well, between me and you, I ordered some headbands off Amazon yesterday. Like, <laughs> the, like the ones that like Italian footballers wear. Like I a was. Ju- I was just gonna say you watch too much football. You. <laughs> So I'm gonna look like uh, like an Italian footballer. Ronaldo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> How are you? How you been? I'm all right. I'm good. Yeah. Um, a bit stressed because it's chart chart day tomorrow. Is is there anything you can do at this stage? You can you still push it as much as you can? Is that what you're gonna try and do? Oh, all I can do is I don't actually know. Uh, what the what's really frustrating is that right now, if the world was there like open, I'd be saying. Get yourself down to Wrexham HMV. I'll meet you there. Anyone yeah. like you know, I wouldn't even plan it. I would have been there anyway, doing album signings and touring this week. But you just got to sit on your ass and like my internet sucks in my house. Yeah, it's a bit like uh, one of them um, films that's been dubbed over. When I'm looking at you, I can tell by the internet because it's like out of sync. It's awful, mate. It's awful. Has it affected like lockdown and stuff? Because I've seen that like you're waiting for more vinyls so you can sign them and people buy them like like the flow of everything as well has that affected it like getting stuff out and getting albums to people if they're waiting for a signed one then it affects your chart position well that was a brexit issue believe oh. it or not the vinyls got held because they're made in france but initially the album had to be pushed back from october because obviously vinyl production stopped during the first lockdown and they got a huge backlog we sell a lot of vinyl we sell a lot of cds even though no one has a CD player anymore. Um, but, yeah, that was all affected by lockdown, everything. Is it is it fair that you sell a lot of actual albums and someone could go and stream, I could go on 
and stream someone a hundred times and it's kind of the same without and it's all kind of put into the same thing i i i i can't confirm to you you probably have to look it up but i heard that it's 1500 streams to every album that's mental it is mental when you think about this right how how i listen to all of my music on spotify spotify is through playlisting through their playlist so like let's say i put on run workout or something if a very popular artist is on that playlist and that that playlist has a million subscribers that listen to it regularly then that that isn't that to me is quite an off balance although i say that this year spotify have been massive champions and they have been totally supporting and putting me on playlists but i do think it should be done differently it's there's luck involved then is that fair so you've got to bank on someone going this song to go on a playlist and so somebody who's not none none of none of that is luck (laughs) Somebody is so funny because the way music, the music industry works, right? There are most of it is blagging, yeah, but all of the rest of it is politics. It's okay. about who you know. It's when you when somebody someone takes something to Spotify for you, a plugger, like they do on the radio, they take it there and say, "Look, oh, we've got this artist," and there's hundreds of thousands of people being plugged at any one given time. So in, in some respects, yes, it's luck. But in other respects, I guess if you have a good plugger, if you make a good record. But I know I've got mates in bands who make music far better than mine and, and they, they play, play in pubs. The whole music industry is not fair. So Is that where your social media following and your loyal fans come into it then? Because that, that you've got a big following on social media and you can do that. Obviously, you sell a lot of records to people like you, but your fans are behind you on social media and, and what you've been doing this week you've been putting stuff up does that help you when oh, yeah those guys get behind everything and it's amazing <laughs> and so it's not just that I mean it's gro- the, the whole project like well my career has grown exponentially over the last couple of years to the like I've noticed it moving um whereas before it kind of kind of felt a bit like treading water um Definitely this release, I feel like I was kind of trapped at a bit of a glass ceiling and now I'm somehow getting through there without, like I say, without, I've I've released six albums now and I've had one song playlisted on national radio. Wow. That's actually, that's incredible. And and nothing else, Uh, like, you know, it's all done by those cult fans. It's all done by those amazing people who, who offer me support and that's and that is better than anything else do you know why it's better it's because i didn't buy it which means that it can't be it won't be returned i didn't borrow it off someone so i don't have to give anything back to a you know a big label or whatever i'm on a label it's an independent label but we've smashed it and we did that because people because of people and that, that to me is fucking awesome. Is it true that I read this? So it may not be true because we've had this conversation before about reading stuff. Did you sell your house for it? Well, this is the house I'm in now. Uh, no, uh, my house has been on the market for a bit since I got divorced. Okay. Um, over lockdown, I was like, I, I just want to move into something smaller. Like, 
obviously there have been catastrophic financial repercussions to not working for a year um, and earning a great living before. So I've always lived, I've always lived at my means. Mm. And then in the last year, most of my means got taken away. So now I have to live within my means of the new means. But also at the same time, I live in a quite a big house. It's in the middle of nowhere. It's I I go between two bedroom two rooms, this room and my bedroom. And what's the point? I'm buying a bungalow near my sister's house. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. I'm done. I sold my motorbike, I sold my van, I've got a car, I've got my running shoes and some weights, and I'm more than happy with that. Really? Yeah. It's incredible that this happened for a few people lockdown. A few people I spoke to. It makes you realise what you've got and what actually you need and what because it's made me realise that you don't have to necessarily go out and do stuff every day. And you find you go back, strip it back to what you actually your necessities, isn't it? To me, like I would rather scale everything right down, and then when the world opens back up again if I want to do amazing things and see amazing things, I will, but I don't necessarily want amazing things because there's nothing that I could hold in my hands now that I want more than let, like say to hold my niece or my Mm. nephew. There's nothing I could wear on my wrist that I would choose over them. Mm. And that's why it's, uh, it's, I was starting to feel a bit like that before lockdown. But um, lockdown definitely pushed that. Where, where do we stand at the minute? I say we, I feel like I'm part of the family. When it's switched on, I was playing music. <laughs> where do you stand at the minute with the album? Is it till midnight? Is that when it kind of cuts off for uh, the chart? Yeah. Nervous? <laughs> it's, it's a combination of nervous and like, I don't know. It's hard having expectations, people's expectations. My expectation isn't that bad. But I don't want to let anyone down. That's the hard bit. Who would you let down? Like everyone that's put in so much effort. Like some people have bought 15 albums. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah. Like on the Sprags, they, they have like a Sprags family fan page thing on Facebook. And what they did was for, 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 for people that couldn't afford to buy their own record, people that had a little bit of extra money are buying the records for other people. That's incredible. And like, I just, it makes me want to cry because I just think, what a wonderful bunch of people, basically. I haven't actually bought it yet, but I'm going to do it now. Oh, excuse you. Um, hey, <laughs> Wait, yeah, there he goes. You're going to have to put your face ID on it. Oh, yeah, done. Purchased. Look at you. Thank you, sausage. Oh, you your internet's quick, isn't it? Whew, straight in there. <laughs> yeah. I'm in the middle of Derby, aren't I? I'm in the city. You're in the middle of nowhere. Mine would, mine would, mine would just my my phone would crash if I tried downloading an album. Uh, how are you and you and yourself then? How have you been? Yeah, great. I've been good. Uh, obviously, this just offers a lot of stress, so it's hard to remember exactly how I've been feeling. But mm. good. I've been on a pr- pretty like vigorous. Um, nutrition and and hypertrophy plan for the last eight weeks so been getting strong what about you yeah not bad not bad just this is my job now well pretty much i've uh yeah so uh, no pressure but yeah good 
getting a bit bored and that, but it could be worse, couldn't it? Like you got to look at it, the, the people that are suffering and stuff. So yeah, I'm a bit bored, but I knew that you'd uh, end up doing this. Just you're just so talented at this. Do you think? Yeah, I think that you have like way more. I get interviewed a lot. I get interviewed a lot, and the best interviews are where you. I feel like I've known you for a very long time, but we've only ever spoken in a capacity like this. Mm. And that's that's a real talent. That's that's journalism. Yeah, I wish um, I wish the people I work for before could see that. But never mind. I'll just go and do it on my own, loose. I don't need anybody. Listen, mate, you're, you're preaching to the choir here. <laughs> <laughs> can we talk? Right. So on that note, can we talk about trolls? Yeah. Because I've experienced it in the last few weeks for the first time. Because I think last time I spoke to you, I'd been in the chart, but not high. But I've been at number two for like, I did about three weeks at number two. And I've had more abuse than I've ever had before. And I can't get my head around it. And how, how, does it, how does it make you feel? I can't deal with it yet. So my, one of my best friends is a, is a professional footballer and gets pouted all the time. And he's saying, Blake, Blake, like, just don't either banter them off or just don't, don't bite. I just want to bite every time I want to go, oh, come, I'll rip your heart out. I'm going to rip your head off. Do you know what I mean? I can't. Rip my head your heart off. out. That's a good one. <laughs> no, but do you know what I mean? I'm like. No, but, mate, you've, again, you're saying. Just a compliment, isn't it? It, it? it is because, like, I just, I had to call my sister a couple of, I was crying on my Instagram story, like, two nights ago because it was just too much. Um, and the reason that I do that in front of people is because it's the truth. Most of the time, like your mate says, I can banter it off. I mean, like, uh, dickhead. But sometimes it's just so fucking horrible. And it, it like, just gets me, it just nicks me too close to the bone. Um, I, I had to write something yesterday on Facebook saying, because what happens is someone says they're, shit opinion i respond and and then a load of people feel, well you just fucking hate it when people disagree with you and i'm like look if we were talking about politics or if we were talking about football or if we were talking about something that was not me my fucking personality or body then i i would be way entitled to disagree with you and you would be entitled to your opinion however we are talking about me and the things that you are saying are, are hor- not just horrible, but untrue. Mm. And that's why. And, and, pe- and people think it's outrageous that we should defend ourselves. Yeah. And, and you know what the narrative is, mate? Oh, well, you, you put yourself in the public eye. You should expect it. You know, you knew what you were doing. You should get a thicker skin. Well, do you know what that sounds just like? What was she wearing? Did she have a short skirt on? Because if she did, she deserved it. Instead of, for it. Exactly. Instead of us saying, well, actually, you're being a bit of a prick. Mm. It's actually, oh, no, it's, it's the person who put, you put yourself out there. You make music or you make podcasts, then you're a wanker and we'll tell you you are. That's our right. Uh, this, uh, this country has a very, very funny narrative. And I, tr- I travel the world with my job, mate. And I, I, there is no other culture like ours that I've come across. We are a nasty little bunch sometimes. Connect Red are a Midlands-based telecommunications company with branches in Cannock, Derby and Burton-on-Trent. 
in partnership with Vodafone UK. Our shops are currently closed due to the pandemic, but we are here to help in any way we possibly can. Get in touch with us for any of your tech and communication needs, consumer or business, and we can tailor individual packages and cater for multi-bundle deals too. Visit us at connectred.co.uk. That's C-O-N-N-E-K-T-R-E-D and drop us a message. Do you know what though? Do you know what what amazes me is you look great. Obviously, you've like uh, you've lost weight, done all that. It's in the you put pictures up all the time, which you should be because you've worked fucking hard to do it. But no one would come to you in the street and go, "Fucking sick of seeing your body. Why are you getting your body out all the time?" And then what? But because of behind the screen, oh, I'd like, knock her out, and you know I would. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> the reason that no one would come over and say, "You look like a man," to me is because I've knocked her jaw off her chin. <laughs> and oh. it's actually true because. I've been in more fights than I can possibly remember. Mm. That's never changed. And like people seem to think that as soon as you are in the public eye or up on a platform, you become this like plastic mannequin that doesn't actually have any kind of human response. Like guarantee, I welcome when the world comes back up back through, I'm gonna welcome it. Come to me, come to me and say things. Because yeah. I guarantee you. You won't like having to go to the dentist. <laughs> yeah. I, I had one the other day that called me um, somewhere along the line. It wasn't terrible, but it was like, you fucking attention seeker. And I thought to myself, well, obviously, I'm doing a podcast. I don't, I don't make this podcast for no one to listen to it. Obviously, I'm an attention seeker. Just because no one gives you any attention. Don't take it out on me, mate. It's so weird. Did it have a profile picture or not? <laughs> No, the thing is, like, with I get a lot of football fans give shit. There's a thing called football Twitter, and they've all got like fake pictures, fake names, and it's like a community of just fucking virgins, basically. But oh, I don't well, know why I, you. I, I had a girl threaten me with physical violence the other day, um, and she lives in the town that my um, sister lives in. So I thought mm, that's a bit close to home. That. So I found out where she worked and I called the care home she worked at and told them what she'd said to me about me getting battered. And what, are they, are they taking action? No, I just told them everything. And I said, she's at work right now because she also told me that. And there you go, have a good day. And I uh, blocked her and moved on with my life. But I'm sure she didn't move on with hers for a little while. <laughs> Do you know this most shocking thing about what you just said? I rang the care home she worked at. In it. Like... This is the thing, mate. They're not all people sitting in their mum's cellars. They're fucking normal human beings. They're on the outside. They don't look like lizards. They don't look like psychopaths. They just, they're sitting on the bus next to you. They're driving the car that's probably up your arse on the A41. They're dicks. Uh, I'm going to have to learn to deal with it. But I saw, I actually read about it, that, that story this week. I thought I'd mention it to you. I'll see if you had any advice for me. Because I've still got, Joe, when you mentioned about it, I've still got that streak in me that thinks, I'm going to go and find them. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> Which I still do. I also found another, I want to find out what gym this girl goes to, who just gave me a load of shit. Anna contacted her uni. She goes to Leeds Uni. Anyway, um, I can't give you any advice because it's different for absolutely everyone. I'm sensitive. Mm-hmm. I am. I'm very sensitive. I'm very sensitive. And I, I, do you know what? Don't ever tell anyone that you shouldn't be sensitive, Blake. Mm. 
because it's an integral part of your personality and it's the reason that you're kind and that you're good at conversation and good at learning about people and and for you know well you shouldn't be so sensitive well you shouldn't be a fucking cunt that's (laughs) the truth that's it isn't it I want that on a t-shirt. Yeah. You should be a fucking cunt, Lucy Spraggan. <laughs> Buy my album. <laughs> oh, God. Do you know what I've missed? The biggest thing I've missed? What? Live music. Me too. Any plans? I've got two uh, like record store shows in the summer, but I'll, be, I'll level with you. I don't think the 21st of June is a goer. Uh, I didn't. I don't think it ever was. So we it won't. looks a bit. It looks a bit funny that they've announced that now. Now furloughs till September, so it doesn't add up in some way, does it? Somewhere along the line, it doesn't add up in the fact that it's a fucking pandemic, and we we haven't known how it acted the whole time. So why now would we be like, oh yeah, no, we've worked it all out now. Twenty mm-hmm. first of June, not late June or early July. Twenty smack bang, twenty first. Yeah. One month exactly before my 30th. No, what is it? Mm. What would you do to celebrate that? I want to leave the country. Really? Just go somewhere, like fly somewhere very far away. Yeah. Sit in the sun, lift weights maybe. (laughs) How's it? It's hard to, obviously I know it's affected you and how you do because you you do a lot of touring and you sell a lot of records and stuff like that how much has it affected you not being able to be on the road and doing your normal job is it is it really affected you just take away the music side of it like it's your job has it affected you that way well financially yeah yeah it's been absolutely catastrophic like like i said i live to my means yeah mm. and before i work you know how hard I work I work my ass off to get a, have a good income and I run two really successful businesses and um they've gone on their ass um and so now my means have to get smaller because my income is insanely smaller and if I didn't own the masters of my last three albums I wouldn't have an income and I've been given no money by the government can you see it recovering? Music, yeah. How it was. I think music will be straight back because pandemics happen. Um, people get vaccinated and they go away and, and other ones come. This, you know, similar has happened and we've eradicated them. And, and uh, there will be lasting things like people will wear masks probably. Mm. Um, but I think it'll be back. How much did it influence the album? Because obviously recorded during... It's not a lockdown album. It's no. it's it's bef- it started before all this because my the changes that have happened to me have, have started way before. Yeah. Um, thank God that I got divorced. Can't imagine before. me stuck in lockdown. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something horrible then. Oh no, listen. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I listened, like I said, I've listened to it uh, over and over again and we spoke privately about stuff. There's a lot of, it speaks to me, if that makes sense. A lot of it and a lot of the lyrics. It is, it's incredible, genuinely. Thank you. That's very kind of you. Is it a, is it a kind of therapy in some way? Oh, writing songs has always been a therapy for me. I think that's why I do it. I always say to my mates, whenever they're sad, I'm like, what do you do with that? 
Uh, if you can't write a song, what are you going to do? Go on Twitter and abuse people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just went on Lucy Spragan's Facebook and said she looks like a man. <laughs> now I feel better. Yeah, now I feel better about myself because I, yeah. So, someone said last night, I put a picture on, put a picture on last night. And um, in 2019, for today was a good day, I did a pose with two albums and a vinyl yeah. in front of me and I was naked. And uh, I just did the same last night, recreated the exact same picture. And this woman's like, you're putting, out, putting it out there that you have to be skinny and that being fat is unhealthy and that you, you know, someone said the other day, you're putting it out there that you have to be skinny to make it. And I'm like, have you been watching the, the last decade? <laughs> and, they're, and they're saying, oh, you're saying you have to have fake tits to, and they're all this in this industry. I'm like, the reason I have fake tits is because I had grade three, um, like it's called ptosis, where you, I lost all that weight and my boobs were basically just like bags of skin. Mm. It was a, like they were a grade three medical problem. Like, mm. And instead, it's that narrative that you've got fake tits, so you've changed. I'm like, okay. All right, Karen. <laughs> Does it not make you realise, though, that did you get stick for not being thin before? Did people send you horrible or... Yeah, I, I never really got that much shit because, like you said, you never got shit until you were number one in the charts. Yeah. So what does that say to us? Yeah. It says the more that people see you... I said this last night on my story. If you look at somebody else that is happy, that feel that's feeling body positivity, or they're number two on the, on the podcast charts, or they're doing well, and you look at them and you think, I hate that then the, the problem isn't in their skin. The problem's in your skin. And you mm. need to work on getting that out because I've been there. I used to look at people and think, I hate them because they've got all this, they've got this. I, I, I honestly used to live like that. And um, so I understand why they do it. But I know now I was never going anywhere. I was treading water because I was that person. Yeah, so you have to part that before you can do anything. Yeah. And what and what business is it, business of it if Karen's if you have had a boob job? In it, well, I mean, they're not even that big. <laughs> Could you've gone bigger? Mate, they're only little. They're only little subtle tits. But I just ended up having. Stop them. It, I'm getting embarrassed. Stop it. <laughs> Do you want to see them? <laughs> I'm not like. I'm not your type. The normal, I don't know, with your long hair now. <laughs> <laughs> the normal uh, boob, like the average one is like 330cc and I got 240. They're actually quite little. 330cc? It sounds like a motorbike. <laughs> yeah, it does. It would be a bit of an odd engine size, that, wouldn't it? Yeah. So, right, you got till midnight. I'm going to let you go in, in, because you've got to go and push it till midnight what can people do now to go and just go and buy it itunes uh amazon prime amazon prime it to everybody you know yes and get it on your smart speaker it's only a tenner i mean what is a tenner actually a bouquet of flowers from the supermarket admittedly the posh ones i only paid 8.99 yeah i i normally just get the four quid the ones that are on offer fiver did you pay that for the for the album for yeah, yeah. 8.99 8.99 on itunes yeah i think it's 8.99 well there you go you could get a decent 
box of six rate ninety nine. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, just buy it, everyone, please. Yeah, twenty sterling. I don't know. What's eight ninety nine? <laughs> I I think I think cigarettes are more expensive than that. Actually. I know. It's been a while since I smoked. That's why. Me too. And they were four pound twenty for twenty six when I was younger. Yeah, back back in my day. Back in there when I were twelve and smoking Richmond menthol. Used to, used to go out with ten. I come back with change and we were pissed. And you could buy twenty fags. <laughs> twenty fags, bottle of Smirnoff. <laughs> yeah. Five pound change. And sit on the park. <laughs> nice one, Luis. Thank you. Good luck with it tonight. Thank and you, mate. Thank you. No, I Keep appreciate you coming touch. on. I will do. Yeah, we'll get you on in 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 the future. You've been on three times now. Fucking on family. We're family, like. Yeah, we are. Dope. Thank you very much. Good luck. See you later, soon. See you yeah, soon. Bye. Bye.